Hey, welcome to the She Heard podcast hosted by author and speaker Laurie Green Westlake. On the She Heard podcast, we cover everything from a woman's role in the church to deep and unexpected dives into your favorite Bible heroes. Laurie's passion is to equip women with courage, boldness, and bravery through biblical study and inspiring narrative. Be sure to check out lauriegreenwestlake.com for additional resources. Welcome to the show. Hey everyone, Laurie here, and I'm so excited to talk to you today to chat about something that is so very important to remember and actually grab hold of this this truth we're going to talk about today. Grab hold of it with all that we have because our culture is anti this truth. Let me preface everything by saying one of Israel's biggest challenges in the in the biblical times, we read this in the Bible, that whenever there was an oppressor or a, a surrounding nations that worshipped idolatry, Israel would begin to not mirror God, but mirror those other cultures or nations, the quote-unquote heathens. And when they would slip off into these these wrong directions going against God and his will for them is when terrible things would eventually happen. And you, you go, go through the Old Testament. It's just a reoccurring theme. It's almost cyclical. But what that tells us, or what that tells me, is that even I, even you, are with all of our biblical knowledge and all of our churches and our preachers and our teachers and all of our support, we too are at risk for starting to look like the culture. And I think we're seeing that happen. It, it's probably been on, coming on for a thousand years and probably for the last hundred things have even gotten wonkier. But I have to say, if this was a snowball that started downhill, then in these last five, maybe especially four years, we have seen the snowball gain momentum, and it is rolling at breakneck speed downhill away from the heights of God's glory where you and I need to hang out. So the title of today's podcast, today's teaching is The Search for Significance. And there's probably a million books out there, Seven Steps to Significance. I don't even know if that really exists. So if it's out there, I hope I just didn't offend the author. But it, it's like everything that we are trying to do is we're hoping will lead us to some kind of significant moment or significant title. It's in our very human nature, it seems, to crave significance. Of course, our American culture, along with our human nature, actually teaches us to strive for significance, to reach for the stars, to make something of yourself at all costs, to live the American dream. But this is not God's kingdom culture or his preferred behavior 
or his goals for us individually. We read in the Bible over and over again that his desire for you and I is to bring him glory and fulfill his purposes. And through Christ's teachings, we are consistently told that blessed are the lowly and blessed are those that are not boastful. God hates arrogance and a haughty eye. So how do we how do we clash with this culture? How do we overcome what we are being taught? And before I go into a list where I hope will help us with that, with that overcoming what is hitting at us every day is to be better, do better, make something of yourself. Before I go into that list, I want to point something out that while our human nature does crave distinction, I think that in the heavenlies, at least some of the angelic beings, I don't know what class, but evidently they are at risk for having that same temptation because let's look at Lucifer or Satan. Did he not want to exalt himself above God's throne? So this this challenge of us to be someone to get yeah, to get the five star rating, to be a wonder hit in social media, to be a oh a top leader, to to be heard, to be sought after, to be respected. All of those things can, if if done in a selfish pursuit or a pursuit of self-exaltation, can be harmful to our spiritual walk because it's we're looking to bring ourselves glory and not the the Lord. But God's very nature is holy. And he and everything about him is always pointing to his holiness and his glory. And because you and I were made in his image, you and I are the only beings or creatures made in the image of God. And because we are, we are capable of mirroring his glory and fulfilling his purposes for us. You see, we're united with him through Christ. We Christ is in us and we are in him. And this is a mystery of the church. And this is also what marriages reflect. And that is another story for another podcast. But it is, it is this mystery that we really can portray God's glory and fulfill his purposes here on earth. One of the reasons this is being so difficult is because you and I and our children, oh, especially our children, today we're taught that identity is in our hands, that we can create or make or portray our own identity. Oh my gosh, is this not some of the craziest stuff going on out there where you can identify as an animal or men can identify as women or women can identify as men or who knows what third gender they're going to make up. But the truth is the, the identity of the created the identity of the created is in the creator's hands. We are things that have been created. 
We have not evolved. We have not made ourselves. We have not become enlightened. We are merely things. I can't think of another word. Beings made from the dust or a rib created by a maker who had a purpose in his glory, in his holiness. He created purpose for us and our purpose couches within that glory and holiness. And because these are kind of difficult concepts, I mean, we're drinking deep right now. I'm going, I'm going into deep waters and, um, it's brain work and and sometimes it makes my own brain hurt but i made a list to help me and i hope that it helps you to kind of take me back to the basics take me back to truth for me to really contemplate the truth of who i am because i struggle i struggle with significance i want to i don't want to leave this world not leaving a mark and i think if i'm saying leaving God's mark, that is that is pleasing to him. I don't want to leave this world leaving God's mark. But sometimes I get my own human nature and what God is trying to teach me to do and where he's trying to take me in my development as his created creature to bring him glory and to reflect him to the world, to mirror him to the world. As I am on that journey, sometimes I skip over from I want to leave God's mark to I want to leave Laurie's mark. So I have this list. Before I get started on the list, I want to tell you that we will have this list printed up with all the scripture references at an upcoming event that will be held here in Albuquerque, New Mexico, the land of enchantment. So if you're out of state or out of town, please try to come. We have a beautiful, beautiful city, full of crime, but it's a beautiful, beautiful city. And this event is a one-day event on June 3rd. It will be held at Vertical Church, and you can register through my website, lauriegreenwestlake.com. And if you go to the homepage, scroll down just a little way, there's these three squares that tell you what is in the website. And one of them says real life events. And click on that real life events. It will go to the page that tells you all about the event with links to registration. The cost is $50, but it includes lunch. Resources like the list that I'm about to give you, plus the every scripture reference to that list. And we have about, I think, five speakers now. So it's just not me teaching all day. That would be terribly, terribly boring. We have great and godly women who are walking amazing journeys with the Lord, and they are going to be sharing with you. And Um, There are some people coming up from Texas who are going to be involved, and there's local people here in Albuquerque. So, again, you can get this list there. I'm going to read the list without the scripture references because it kind of reads like your life story. It kind of takes you from the point that God envisioned you when he slipped you into your mother's womb to what your greater purpose is. Please know that every single one of these statements has a scripture supporting it, and it'll be on the list. And if you can't make it to the event, 
I hope maybe I can put something downloadable for you on my website. So here we go. You are. These are truths. I have to say that one more time. Sorry, I interrupted myself. These are the truth. What the culture is teaching you is a lie. If you're a Christian, this is the truth. You are formed by God, created for his glory, made in his image, made for his purpose, fearfully and wonderfully made a new creature created for him, created for good works, a vessel of honor, conformed to his image, created in the likeness of God, in the image of the creator. You are the apple of his eye, loved by God, the one he delights in, the one he sings over, crowned with glory and majesty, glorified, justified, chosen, child of God, confessed by Christ, receiver of power, brother, sister, mother. You are a branch connected to the living vine, a good soldier of Jesus Christ. For you are his workmanship, created for good works, his witness, the salt of the earth, and the light of the world. And so, you bear much fruit. You are fruitful, and you multiply and fill the earth and subdue it. And therefore, you go and make disciples of all nations, bringing God glory worldwide. And you do it all for the glory of God. Isn't that a fabulous list? I, I've read through it like 15 times today. And I'm just like, it just centers me. It centers me right where God wants me. It takes all my selfish ambition and my my fleshly desires to be greater than and puts them right in the hand of God. And when I am, am centered and my identity is in who he is and not who I am, when my identity is in the fact that he is God and I am his, that takes the weight off. I don't have to strive. I, you know what? And because Christ died for us and it was finished at the cross, he said, it is finished. I don't even have to fight against sin. I have to give it up because I am the reflection of the Holy God. But he will, he will, if I am willing to lay it on the altar, he is willing to take it from me and he will take it from me and he will take it from you. So that's it. I hope today, I hope you uh, go back and listen to that list over and over again and, and maybe even write it down as you go so that you too can just get yourself recentered while the world is screaming. You can be whatever you want to be. 
you will know that you are made and you are his. Now, that doesn't mean you can't go find the career you want. That doesn't mean you don't exercise your gifts and talents in in ways that are pleasing to you. But it means he is on your throne and not you. And that takes the weight off, like I said. I want to apologize for the sound of my voice. I just am getting over a nasty cough and cold. And for the longest time, I sounded like, do you remember the movie Monsters, Inc., where Roz, the lizardy-looking monster, was at the window of the factory, and she would say, I'm always watching you. Someone hung that picture in my office this week, because I guess that's what I've sounded like. So I'm picking up a little hoarseness, and um, sorry for that. So that's it for today. I hope you will be blessed by what you have heard. So let me pray. Dear Lord, those ears that are listening right now, I pray that those those ears hear this truth and it, it just rushes right down and penetrates into their heart, into their soul. And that if they've been striving to to get somewhere, to be someone, to get a promotion or a raise, or to become a best-selling author, or to be the next big internet influencer, and they keep hitting a wall, I hope that these words have brought them some relief, knowing that it is you. If we point to you, we will find our sweet spot. And and. You're the one that determines what that sweet spot is. But when we get in it, Lord, we're so thankful. We're so thankful that you have that spot of peace, that sweet spot of peace for us. It's in Jesus' name I pray for all these people. Amen. Hey, I want to say thank you so much for the ratings. Oh, my gosh. You guys are blowing my mind because this podcast is going beyond what I ever thought. My daughter was right. We're still podcasting from my walk-in closet here in Albuquerque. I'm looking at, my husband has been sorting laundry. I'm looking at that in the closet floor. But you know what? I don't care because I get to be with you. So if you know someone who needs to hear these things, don't hesitate to share it. Again, you can find me on lauriegreenwestlake.com. I have resources there. I've written a Bible study that kind of goes with this list because it's about God's will and your purpose, His overarching 30,000-foot will, and also a couple of fictions that I hope inspire people to do brave things. This is the She Heard podcast because she heard and she responded to the gospel. She heard the truth and she shared it. And she heard the need and she prayed because we are easier women. Until the next time, be blessed.